Welcome to episode number 75 of the Active Geek Podcast, and in this episode, Chuck and I are leaving the Wayland Express and coming back down to Earth and boarding the Black Pearl as we become pirates for this episode, and we are talking about the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise in anticipation for the upcoming release of the newest chapter in the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise, Dead Men Tell No Tales, starring Johnny Depp, Kira Knightley, Orlando Bloom, Jeffrey Rush, and Javier Bardem. In this episode, Chuck and I are talking everything pirates, from the lore, our favorite pirates, our nickname that we would give each other as pirates, our ship name. Uh, some are re- my ship name is uh, pretty appropriate for being a pirate. Chuck's not so much, but it's fun. Um, and then we get right into the 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 films, the Pirates of the Caribbean. All the way back from 2003, it's a 14-year-old franchise, which is shocking to me. And I found out that this movie franchise is based off a ride at Disney World. I had no idea. Check out this episode, see what we have to say about the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise, and make sure you see Pirates of the Caribbean on May 26, 2017, and again, it's starring Johnny Depp, Orlando Bloom, Kira Knightley, Jeffrey Rush, Javier Bardem, and Sir Paul McCartney. So without any further ado, this is episode number 75 of the Active Geek Podcast, entitled Pirates of the Caribbean... And we are back again with our newest episode. This is the Active Geek Podcast. This is your home for all things geek culture. And ironically, we are part of the Geek Culture Cast Network, so it kind of goes hand in hand. But I am your host, Jim DeLulo, and I am joined by the professor of pop culture, Chuck Miller, the holder of useless knowledge about 1930s King Kong movies <laughs> and the storyline of Jupiter Ascending. Chuck Miller is joining me, as always. And we are... Taking it down a notch. Last week we were going through deep space as we were colonizing planets uh, with xenomorphs, a rogue cat, and a power loader. This week, Chuck, we are getting on a boat. Not the T-Pain not the T-Pain and Lonely Island boat, <laughs> where if we had the rights to that music, it would be playing throughout this entire episode. But we are getting on a ship, as you most certainly pointed out, and that ship is called the Black Pearl. As we are going to break down the Pirates of the Caribbean stories. Right? They're called, they're stories. Movies are stories, essentially. Yeah. Just acted out. Um, let's just, before we even get into Disney and Jerry Brockheimer's wonderful franchise, let's just talk about the concept of a pirate. A pirate, a swashbuckler. Mm-hmm. Probably one of the worst nicknames. A swash, <laughs> what the hell does that even mean, a swashbuckler? You buckle swashes. Yeah, but what's swash? <laughs> I don't know. Is it like sea squash? I always think, you know... Is like, it, it's sea squash. It has something to do with swords, probably. What? Who's carrying you're, a sword? You're swashing your swords? Yeah. You're swashing swords all <laughs> this, over That the sounds place. awful. That's a terrible... <laughs> I like sea squash better than fucking your swords. <laughs> Alright, so... What are your thoughts on the history of pirates in general? Alright, the glorified idea of a pirate. It's cool. Yeah. When I was a kid, I was like, oh, this is neat. You know, living on the high seas, stuff. But the actual history of pirates is pretty shitty. 
Yeah, well, yeah. You know, um, I mean, you're talking about conditions living on a boat. Well, come on, you get scurvy. Does scurvy yeah. sound like any type of yeah, disease you ever want to have? And hunger and, you know, starvation and, you know, it's yeah. just... Mutiny. You're always at a, at a point where there could be mutiny. And to kind of piggyback on what you're saying is, the only good time to be a pirate is if you're a captain, essentially, but then you're always looking over your shoulder, so you're a paranoid pirate. Ooh, that's who you could have been this episode. The paranoid pirate of podcasting. Um, ooh, that's a tongue twister. Say that ten times. Um, but, like, if you're not the, the captain or the first mate, you're, yeah. just a, you're just a sea hand that's scrubbing the poop deck. I was just about to say that. You're essentially just a, a seaman in terrible clothes. You don't get the whores, and if you get the whores, you get them after everybody else has passed yeah. through them. You don't get a cool pirate on your back, or a parrot. You don't get a cool parrot. You're or, more, or you're, monkey. Yeah. You're more than likely walking around with a peg leg, a hook hand, no eyes, and probably one gold tooth. I've seen homeless people in Philadelphia that look just like that. So, I don't want to be a pirate. I, I, the pirate lore is cool. Yeah, because the, the glorified idea of a yeah, it, It's just like, oh, you're, you're sailing the seas and you're robbing people and you're pillaging and you're, you're getting all the gold. They really didn't get a lot of gold. Yeah, look, but, it's not Goonies gold. But, like, like they didn't have any regard to any human life. Yeah. And they would plunge and pillage. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I look at it this way. I, I like the concept of a pirate. Don't want to be a pirate. I visited a pirate's museum in the Outer Banks. It's called, get this, Teach's Hole. Sounds like a place where a naughty school child will go. <laughs> or... Or an extra lucky school child will go, apparently, in the culture where we live in now. Um, but it was a Blackbeard Museum in Ogrecroke Island. It was probably cool. It, it was cool. Um, you get to put your face in a wooden cutout of Teach. I guess that's what Blackbeard's nickname was. Why would you go from Blackbeard to Teach? Because he taught everyone how to pillage. And he taught everybody that if you fuck with Blackbeard, you're going to get your hands cut off, probably. And that if you grew a beard, you're going to get your face cut off. Because only one beard in that boat is Blackbeard's. I never went <clears throat> to that museum, but at Halloween I went on a Grim Philly tour in yeah. Philadelphia. And the last little stop we did, and a little story they told, was about Blackbeard. Mm-hmm. And apparently he frequented Philadelphia a lot. Yeah. And um, there was legend that his gold might be hidden. Let's Let's be realistic. Are we thinking Blackbeard's legit... They said he's legit. We're, I want to see pictures. I want to see videos of Blackbeard <laughs> yeah. strolling into Xfinity Live and getting a yingling. That's what I want to see. I want to see it. Make it real. Make it count. Anyway, as a kid, we, we fantasized about being certain things. Baseball players, firefighters, police officers, my favorite, Ninja and Power Rangers. Did you ever want to be a pirate as a child? I, yeah, I did. Because, like, growing up, I mean, there was a bunch of, you know, cops, robbers, pirates. Who, who wanted to be a robber? Cops and robbers. You never played cops and robbers? I played cops and robbers. Well, I'm talking about like growing up to be a robber. No. Well, well some like, of the kids you grew up with did turn out to be <laughs> yeah, robbers. True. So, mission accomplished. Good job. But, um, but, you know what I mean? Just like <laughs> fantasizing playing as a kid. You know, I, I... Because, like, superheroes weren't as glorified as they are now. You know, we had, we had Batman and uh, Superman. And the X-Men. We had them all. 
But I'm talking about like the only ones we didn't have when we were kids was like Silk, Squirrel Girl. That I don't hope anybody but grows, wants to grow up with Squirrel there, Girl. Well, you know we didn't have the internet. We didn't have, and then I'm talking. No, we about did not like, have the internet. I'm like talking before I was like five, six years old. Yeah. Before five, six years old, we didn't have the X Men in cartoons. You know what I mean? I didn't go to a comic shop. No, you had Thundercats, GI Joe, Transformers. Yeah. But uh, then Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and you can't grow up to be a Ninja Turtle. No. Hey, well, but I then mean, you know, today you probably could. I always liked pirates, and uh, you know, I was hot, I was a pirate for Halloween. Yeah, that was probably growing up in the eighties and the nineties. That's probably the cheapest Halloween costume you can get. It's just like your your dad's old clothes just well, torn up. My mom used to make all our costumes. Oh, so you had a seamstress on on yeah. deck. So, so like I don't know if you remember, but like. You used to go to like Joanne Fabric. Yeah, well, I, I don't know if anybody else is that. Is that a New Jersey store? Went know. to a fabric shop ran by Joanne. Fabric, yeah. <laughs> and uh, they used to buy patterns. Yeah, I, I get them at Walmart. My mom did all that, and then uh, she made pirate. And then I remember we have video, not video, I had probably video, but pictures of me at Disney World when I was six as a pirate. So you were just straight up cosplaying at Disney World before you were Johnny Depp before yeah. Johnny Depp was well, Johnny Depp. Well, like the, my sister got made up as a princess. Yeah, and you were a pirate. Yeah. Did you choose that? Oh well, I guess Peter Pan, the animated Peter Pan. And they the had Pirates. Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Not with Jack Sparrow. It's when you were six. That's how the movie became. Really? The ride has been around since like the seventies. I don't know. I don't give a fuck about. You didn't them. know that? No. That's why the movie became. I thought they made. Oh, you're right. You're right. I'm thinking Pirates of the Porn with Jenna Jamison. That's something different. Um, but yeah, that's why they made... Like, they made yeah. that into... So, you know... What was, what was the pirate's name from Captain Hook? Was it Snee? Or Shmee? Shmee. How come he wasn't in Pirates of the Caribbean? I before do a Captain Hook. Before we get into it. I think Pirates of the Caribbean has, has dropped the ball a little bit now that it's connected in the Disney world. You could add a crossover with Captain Hook. That would have been awesome, right? You could add in Stranger Tides. This is my favorite one, and I'm just jumping ahead. They could have had a Easter egg where there was a red-headed mermaid named Ariel. Just saying. They're dropping the ball. Get, get back to me, Jerry Brockheimer. If you're making ten more of these, I'll, I'll connect them. But, um... So there was a picture of me, like, all dressed with pirate. My fucking... I was wearing, like, this... It's horrible. And I would love to show you a picture just because... It's a fucking... I don't know what my own thing. I was fucking wearing a belly shirt. It's not that... Well, it's a pirate. I get it. Like, it's, it's, it hot like a, it was like it's hot a, on the seas. It was like a Disney belly shirt it's, with fucking... Chuck, it's hot on the seas. Pants. And it was the 90s. It was the 90s. It was 90s. 80s. It was 80s, okay. There's a... Our fashion choices as children weren't... Weren't great as it is. Look, look at our fashion choices as adults. Not us, but in general. We we were talking about this male rompers. Yeah. Uh, you want my the only male romper I'm gonna wear is a superhero costume. That's a one piece male romper. If I'm the Green Lantern, that's the romper. Well, I, I have. Wear. I have. Are uh, you about to say you have a romper? No, I have one piece Batman pajamas. Doesn't count. I'm talking about outside in public. You're not wearing them out in public. I wore around the hotel. Yeah, it doesn't count. It still doesn't count. Like you're gonna go shop right you're gonna go shopping in your romper? No. You're gonna go to a beer crawl or bar crawl and romper? No. Get back to me when you start wearing rompers. But um so yeah, I used to dress up as a pirate. 
Halloween. You still do, Chuck. You still do. Don't lie. I see you dressed up as me at home all the time. So you were a pirate? No. Um, well, I, I mean, I dressed, I had a pirate costume at one point. Um, I didn't want to be a pirate, though. Um, I had a pool when I was a kid. So I could just sit on a ramp and become a pirate whenever I wanted to. And you know what I was doing? Jumping off my roof into the pool. I don't think pirates are doing that. Well, they might be. Walking the plank. Maybe there's some underlying pirate uh, attraction there. Maybe I wanted to be a pirate. But I was more of... Ninja, Power Ranger. I wanted to combat things. Yeah. I was beating up my neighbors. I was throwing my action figures into trees. It was it was a fun life. Fun life as a child. But if I ever wanted to be a pirate, I would have to have a cool ass pirate name. Oh yeah, you need to. You would need a cool ass pirate name. I found a pirate generator name. And uh-huh. I and I ran both of our names just for shits and giggles of what it would come out to be, and then I came up with my own. So as I searched James Delula, I went government names for us, Chuck. <laughs> I got, I don't know how this translates from James Delula to pirate, uh, Captain Ezekiel Knockneys. <laughs> that sounds like something with me with my bed. That, I, have, oh, I have arthritic knees, um, but <laughs> Captain <not>. Ezekiel <laughs> Knockneys. So I don't know where the hell that came from. Uh, yours is even better. I went Charles Miller, um, not Chucky Mylar. Captain Skyler Jailbird. <laughs> that sounds like a porn star. <laughs> Skyler Jailbird. Sky- uh, it sounds like a female captain. Yeah. Skyler. Um, isn't that the name of um, the chick who plays Supergirls? Or is that Chyler? Uh, her, her sister. I think her real name is like Chyler or Skyler Lee. I don't know. I look at it. It's spelled differently. What would your pirate nickname be? What did you come up with? What would your pirate cap? Would you be a captain, first mate? Would you be like the guy in the the crow's nest? I'd like captain. Okay. Well, oh, you'd all like to be the captain. Yeah. It's just like Captain Phillips, but then yeah. that Somali pirate gets on and says, "I'm the captain now." Yeah. That's not the type of pirate I would want to be now. I would not want to be a Somali pirate um, because they don't look like they have good ships. They have a little canoe and they're hijacking nice ships. But I would not be a Somali pirate. What would your your captain name, Chucky? So, you think, you know, back then they had the big beards and... Yep. I can't really grow a beard. Dreadlocks. So my name would be Captain Patchbeard. Oh. God, that's a menacing pirate name. Patchbeard, because... <laughs> Patchy the pirate, <laughs> rolling up in his little Dutch rudder. <laughs> in his ship. Okay, Patchy the pirate. I said Patchbeard. You're coming up Patchy the Pirate. <laughs> Sorry, but that's it's kind of like Taserface in Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, you think it's great and then they get scared. of like, Who should be afraid of Patchbeard the Pirate? But maybe part of your, your lore and part of your mythos is that you would only target pirate captains with huge beards. Because I'm jealous. And you would take their beards <laughs> and glue it. With sap or whatever you could find onto your face. The blood of my victims. It's like you're quilting on your face. It's Daryl's ears. Yeah, exactly. But you're <laughs> you're quilting on your face. You're just making a beard. By the time that you conquer the, the seven seas, your beard would be down to your belly button. How much freaking crabs it would, be, it would be? It would be gray. It would be uh, black, red. It would be, oh, it would be great. Patch beard to pirate. I love it. Mine would have been Captain Dead Soul. Because I feel like that's how I am now. I'm dead inside, and I want to kill everybody else. 
<laughs> yep. That's, <laughs> I've been late. That's not. That's not how I am now about killing everyone. But I, if I were a pirate, I would just want to. I've been light and hearty, and you go. I want to kill yeah, everybody. Dead, dead soul. We'll wait till you hear my uh, my boat name. What's your ship's name? Oh God, the barber shop. The wooden cricket. <laughs> Jesus Christ, the wooden cricket. Cause, cause, they can't tell that I'm cr- I'm, I'm light and silent as a cricket. No, crickets they- are the loudest bugs ever. Have you ever heard a cricket? <laughs> They're silent was, as a cricket. That's the first thing that came to my mind. You should have been called the wooden creeper. The wooden cricket. <laughs> because you're creeping up on them. The silent as a cricket. You sure? I didn't even think. I was like the wooden cricket. What mute crickets do you have in Williamstown? We got a ton of mute crickets. <laughs> There's just nothing. You're, a, well, you're not a big woodsman. So no. you might not even know what a cricket sounds like. Okay. But the but I was telling you off air. The first thing that came to my mind was... The wooden cricket. The wooden cricket. Jeez. Captain Patchbeard the Pirate and his wooden cricket. That's a movie. That's a movie right it's there. It's better than Charltron. No. Well, that's the island you come from. You know, Jack Sparrow went to Tortuga. You are from Charltron. You're a space pirate. Mine was a sea hag. Because it's just going to be an ugly ship. It's a gross... I, I feel like that has been a real ship. It probably is. The dead sea hag. Sea bitch. So we got Patchbeard on the wooden cricket, and we got Captain Dead Soul on the sea hag. Well, we'll call it the sea bitch, because I'm going to make those that water my bitch. That's, I, I like it. I like, I like where we go. At least we, we could be dueling pirates. <laughs> I don't see an alliance between the two of us, so let's never become pirates unless we're Somalian. Um, so Pirates of the Caribbean, right? Yeah. That's what we're really here to talk about. This thing came out 14 years ago. Mm-hmm. I can't believe it was 14 years ago when this came out, but 2003, you get the very first Pirates of the Caribbean movie, Curse of the Black Pearl, right? What were your thoughts on just the basis of the, the Pirates of the Caribbean? Well... Now that I know it's based off of a ride. I knew it was a ride. Okay. Um, I liked the ride. So okay. when they came out, I was like, okay, that's... You know, they're trying to branch out. I don't even know if I've been on the ride. I've been to Disney World once. It's... That was 12 years ago. I was 18 years old. I don't think I went on that. I went on a ride, and I know it's not... I think it's called Splash Mountain, yeah. where there's... Um, there's a weird animatronic giant bear bent over and a smaller <laughs> animatronic rabbit on top of it just yeah. thrusting. Like, it's just like, yeah, like it's skiing on top of the bear. I don't know what ride that's about, but uh, I don't think I've That's from a movie, too. Okay. Where, when did the Willis? Uh, I forget what it was. Fern Dolly. No, it was an actual... Um... I know what you're talking about. Um, so tell, tell me more about the... I'm just going off-roading. Tell me more about your, your Pirates of the Caribbean thoughts. So I was like, okay, you know, this, I, I can dig it. Okay. And then when I seen the trailer, I remember in the theater we were seeing, I forget what we were seeing. Let's say Mission on Mars. Probably 13th floor or something, I don't know. 13th floor? No, that was a little... Is that a movie? Yeah, that was a horrible movie. Let's see, you went to go see 1408. Okay. That wonderful John Cusack and Samuel Jackson movie. Whatever I seen, I seen the trailer for that and I remember like, yo, that looks really neat. Because the trailer showed it is the skeletons, and they were running through the wa- underneath the water. I was like, "Yo, this looks awesome!" Because the ride had nothing to do with that. Yeah, the ride wasn't scary. No, not at all. 
the ride was just basically them going through the world of Tortuga now. And are they singing sea shanties? Yeah. That, I, okay, I've been on the ride. I've, actually, I've a lot enough, of the part had enough of in that the ride. first one, there was a lot of hints to the ride. Like, there was... In one scene, they have a, um, a, a woman chasing a guy around with a broom. Yeah, I remember that. And they do that. Oh, that's part of the ride? That's part of the ride. The dog. Okay. With the key. And okay. they're trying to get the dog over while they're in the cell. Yeah. That was part of the movie. Okay. Part of the ride. Okay. I mean, now they add it. Uh, Barbosa and yeah. Jack Sparrow. Yeah, and sometimes and David Jones. And sometimes jo- uh, Johnny Depp goes there dressed as Jack Sparrow. He did that like a couple weeks ago. I think he does it in Disneyland as opposed to Disney World, yeah. which is cool. Like, we'll get to my thoughts on Johnny Depp, but I think that's actually pretty cool that he does that. When I went to Disney last time, they do like uh, they have a guy that looks exactly like Johnny Depp. And you know what? I was going to speak about that a little bit later, but I think that. Jack Sparrow is one of the most, I guess, I'm going to say easy, the easiest cosplays because they do find so many people that are dre- that look just like him. Think about when we go to Greater Philadelphia Con, and it's the, the exhibit part, or the, the guy that I hate the most is the pirate ship people that are there, and they're just flicking gold chocolate coins at people from long range, too, and he has great aim. Hit me in the face once, like in the temple, but that guy looks exactly like Johnny Depp. So it's, I feel like Jack Sparrow is, is a pretty easy cosplay. You get a nappy beard, or like a little patchy beard, patch beard. A, a la patch beard next to me. You get the dreadlocks with the little beads in it, and you get some goodwill clothing, and you're, you're Johnny Depp as uh, Jack Sparrow. Yeah, when we, like I said, when we last time, they had a guy, they were doing a little show, and they asked for yeah. volunteers. And you went up, dressed and, as a pirate. And I... Raised well, this was like just screamed. Pick patch beard, and I and I raised my hand, and they picked me. Well, you were still in the outfit that you were wearing when you were six. Yes, it's now a halter top. <laughs> and uh, I became an official pirate. Oh well, congratulations! Thank Chuck. you. It's your childhood dream Thank has you. come true. Did they christen you Patch Beard the pirate, <laughs> Captain Patch Beard? I wish they did. But um, so you know, going back to what I was saying, so I I, I knew the ride. And they just kind of really upped the ante with the movie. So I was like, okay, this is cool. And then I remember seeing it in theaters, and I thought it was great. In my opinion, it's kind of a gamble to take a ride, essentially, and turn it into a movie, right? And say, you know, this is going to be successful. So for them to do that and turn it into a movie, and not just a movie, but a franchise that spanned 14 years, it's getting a fifth movie this year, and all the stories are connected... Is fantastic. You know, I, I think the fact that it's a 14-year franchise connecting a story where you don't, like, for a time, you get you, it went 2003, 2006, 2007, right? So two movies came back-to-back. Back. They shot them at the same time. Yeah. And then 2011, now 2017. So you're getting movies, like, it's not like they're being shot back-to-back back anymore. Yeah. So you're getting a long period where people can kind of forget about it. So for them to have... The story inter, inter, interweave, I guess, and interconnect is fantastic. And I'm Go sorry to no, you're fine, you're fine. But not only that, but like, think, I mean, still not now, but like, pirate movies have, back in the 20s and 30s, they were really huge. Yeah. In the 40s, but like, we haven't really got pirate movies. So when that came out, that was kind of in a class of its own. I'll tell you, the only pir- two pirate movies I enjoy Hook. I love Hook. Which is an amazing... Stan, it, 
I really hope they don't ever reboot that because that movie's phenomenal. You know who's in Hook? Dante Bosco, who's going to be at Burrowcon. And it's probably passed by the time that... No, it, it's actually... This is the last episode. He'll be at Burrowcon. So if you like Hook like you and I do, go meet Rufio. And we'll, and we'll do more about Burrowcon. But we have that and The Goonies. is technically a, a pirate movie. The last movie... And I love The Goonies. The last movie that was kind of like a pirate pirate movie... It was that Pan movie, right? Um, that It was... Uh, Cutthroat Island. Oh, I never heard of that. Yeah, Gina Davis. Well, that's why I never heard it of it. It was uh, 1997. No. Pa- that Pan movie that came out a few years ago was a pirate movie. Yeah. Don't talk about a straight up pirate. Captain Phillips? That movie was that, about pirates? That was realistic pirates. I'm talking about swashbuckling. There's got to be another swashbuckling movie out there. I don't know. But, but it's but I, I, between. I hear what you're saying. It's not like... It, it's kind of like Indiana Jones, essentially, where you don't... like You don't get a lot of adventure movies that are like archaeolog- archaeological adventure movies. You yeah. know what I mean? You had the National Treasure series that came out, and that was similar. And you got Uncharted that's coming out, but nothing like that. Um, so, yeah, I, I completely see what you're getting, that Pirates... It's kind of a niche market, right? Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, there's a bar in, I think it was Maryland, that was on Bar Rescue. That was a pirate-themed bar, and it was gross. I'm pretty sure he got scurvy from just walking in that place. And I'm sure he changed the theme. He did, and then they went back to it. But I'm going to go Bar Rescue rant right now. He turned it from a pirate bar to a corporate bar. You're never going to work that way. They wanted These people wanted to be pirates, Chuck. Like, the one guy even had one eye. No. And he became a pirate. When, before I met my wife, I was on, and I uh, did internet dating. Yeah, wherepiratesmeet.com. No, but this was just straight, it was plentyoffish.com. Oh, no, it was where pirates meet. Don't lie, And Chuck. there was a girl, and I seen a picture, and I was like, oh, okay, she's standing in a field. And I click on it, she dresses pirate. And I'm like, okay, maybe she's cosplaying. She wanted to plunder, you wanted, she, she wanted you to plunder that booty. She straight up thought she was pirate. She was talking about, like... You land lovers, when I'm on the high seas, and I'm like, you ain't on no high seas, bitch. Whoa. Whoa like, what do you mean? So, she was like one of those ones that like cosplayed at uh, Renaissance Fair. Okay. All the time. Listen, you love what you love, and if you want to be a pirate, there's there's worse things you could be than oh. a pirate. Oh, totally. Uh, you could be a meth head. Yes, you, you could, could be. You could be a rapist. So, you know, I think uh, I think if you're going to be a pirate, and if, especially if you're trying to meet women on wherepiratesmeet.com, um, you're going to get people who are going to want you to walk the plank for them, Chuck. There's going to be a lot. I'm going to pun this shit up. I'll pun this podcast up. It's going to be the punny podcast. Um, I think, personally, and we've talked about the Disney live-action movies, I think that it's some of their best. You know, it, it kind of got the ball rolling for them to say that we can venture out, because the it was Pirates, then it was like Alice in Wonderland, then it started all the the other stuff, right? And I know they did live action back in the day, like with Darby O'Gill and stuff like that. But the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise was done well. Yes. Um, the effects were awesome. But at my main gripe um, is that at some point they can become overdrawn. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like uh, Michael Bay's Transformers. They are 30 minutes too long for me. If they're a solid two-hour movie, then I'm good. But there's there's always, like, there's some scenes in each movie that I'm like, that was just filler to get it to the two-and-a-half-hour mark. 
because I do think that they are a little too long for, for my liking. But I can I can see why they're so successful because it's not like they're rushed. It doesn't seem like they're forced. And the CGI is pretty cool. And we're going to talk about them. I'll talk about the CGI in a little bit. But the main thing that I really like about it is that the cast, the people that they've gotten. Now you think you, you've had Depp, Knight, Orlando Bloom, uh, Jeffrey Rush. So you have, they're the main, right? But your girl was in the first one, Zoe Saldana. Yes. Yeah, and then you got, you got Bill Nye. No, she was only in the first. I thought she was only in I don't think she was credited for the second. Uh, Bill Nye, he was in it. Uh, Stellan Stance, Steps, Karsgaard. Uh, Naomi Harris. Uh, Chagan Fat, Keith Richards, who I could have done without. Um, Amy McShane. Well, I was kind of there. Okay. Amy McShane, Penelope Cruz, uh, Sam Claflin, who was Finnick from um, Hunger Games. So you have a really good recognizable cast now. Um, and anything with Ian McShane is, is golden to me. Um, and except for Stranger Ties. Or not Stranger Ties. Um, yeah, Stranger Ties. This movie he was in, right? Yeah. That was, he played Blackbeard. Yep. He played Teach. <laughs> we didn't see his hold up. Um, and plus Pirates of the Caribbean really encompasses the whole pirate market, I guess. The whole lure. Every pirate cliche oh, yeah. was hit. Walk the plank, uh, pillage and plunder, one eye, one leg, hook hands, parrots, monkeys. I don't think a monkey is a good pirate pet. You know what I mean? There's not a lot of food on the... Like, I guess you eat the monkey. Yeah. That's, that's terrible now that I'm thinking about it. They probably ate the monkey, and the next thing they would have ate was that smaller pirate. Martin? I think that was his real name. Martin. I think it's like Martin Kleeman or something like that. He's in all the pirates movies. He's one of the only other members of, of the whole cast that's been in all. Is it, is it him? Because he's the short little fat one, right? And then there's the skinny guy? No, no. He's the he's like the, the little person pirate. Oh, he's not fat. I know, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. No, no. You're talking about the, the guy in Stranger Tides that it, it starts with him. And he's out on trial. And Johnny Depp is the... Or Jack Sparrow is the, the judge. And he sentences him to prison as opposed to being hung. Yeah. That I, I know who you're talking about. The guy who looks like DJ Qualls. Yeah, with, with the one eye and he pops it out. And like eye, sucks yeah. on his eye. Oh, that's so weird. Um, we're going to move into the cast since I kind of alluded to it. What are your thoughts on, you know, I'll give you the, the heroes and the villains, but the leads. You got Jack, you got Will, you got Elizabeth, Barbosa, Davy Jones, and then that's about it. We don't have to talk about Blackbeard yeah. because he was a he was a one-shot. So what, what do you think about those guys? Um, I love Jack Sparrow. Jack okay. Um, I thought he was fantastic. It was a <clears throat> who they offered the movie to and who they thought about it was. They offered it to Robert De Niro. Okay. Well. And they thought about Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey would have been good. Um, Nicola, Christopher Walken. Nicholas Cage. Could have been Christopher Walken. Well, first of all, Robert Robert De Niro. Yeah. <laughs> Dear God. And um, they did have a. Young, up-and-coming actor, and they considered him, but he wasn't a big enough name. Hugh Jackman. Okay. Okay. I'm glad I'm glad they went with Johnny Depp as opposed to all of those. The only one I could really see doing it is um, uh, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Um, Hugh Jackman was in a... He was in Pan. Yeah. Yeah, he was a pirate already. He played and, and Blackbeard. Yeah, and that didn't, that didn't work. Um... Hugh, if Hugh Jackman was cast, I don't think we would have gotten Wolverine. No. It would have been Danzig. I wouldn't have seen Logan if Danzig was... But uh, I, thought, I thought he was great. Yeah, I, I think... 
All right, this is this is where I we'll go one for one. Okay. okay? Jack Sparrow, one of the only one of the only few members I've been in all four Pirates, with the fifth one coming up. I feel like Jack Sparrow and Johnny Depp are the same exact person. <laughs> yeah, I knew you said that. Um, they wear the same amount of jewelry. I don't. I think they shower about the same amount of time, um, and they're both pretty shitty to women. <laughs> uh, apparently, I mean that's if you if you read the tabloids, he's not really good to Mara, or wasn't good to Mara, Queen Mara, um, who we will talk about in the Geek Gallery. But this is a Johnny Depp role that, for the first few movies, I could tolerate, and then they kind of banked on him to be over eccentric. Um, when I think it was at World's End where there's like 700 Johnny Depps on the boat, that was one too many for me. Um, and I get I get the movies about him, but you have such a great supporting cast that they could have just elaborated a little bit more on relationships between the other pirates and and him. And I'm not a big fan of Johnny Depp. We've we've established yeah. that. Um, but you like him in this role. I like him in this role in concentrated amounts. I think he, at points, and it's not to his credit, it's to the writer's credit, um, and mainly uh, Gore Verbersky, who did the first three, mm-hmm. um, he kind of was like, let's make Jack Sparrow even more eccentric. So I think he, he was just thrust into, and, you know, Johnny Depp might be great, you know what I mean? But I think just the roles that he plays are just, they, they bank on him being eccentric, kind of like yeah. the Mad Hatter. Um, I don't remember the Mad Hatter being that weird. No. And that lispy in any of the movies, like the animated movie that I saw. Or any um, of the adaptations. Yeah. And like the first one I could deal with. Yeah. The second one, and I'm watching it with my clients through Looking Glass. Yeah, we just watched it. Because we're we're watching it in self-expression and we're going to talk about the expression of the movie director and how, how we can express ourselves eccentrically, right? So... I'm sitting there. I'm like, how the hell am I going to talk about the Mad Hatter in this? Because he's out of control. I was like, this is, this is, I don't know. It's just my fault. But I just think that role, I mean. He was made for the role. And not only that, but when people might not, he was nominated for an Oscar. Yep. Oh, yeah. For this. And a Golden Globe. Yep. And I remember when it, I was like, wow. And he was great. He didn't win. But that's huge. Yeah. It, it's, it's a role that was made for him. Yep. Um, again, Jim Carrey would have probably killed it too. Because they're both super eccentric. But. Um, I think Johnny Depp, he's good for it. Um, I'll go with Will Turner, all right? Orlando Bloom, who I love. I love them as Legolos. I I like them in Kingdom of Heaven. Um, Will Turner, to me, he was in 1, 2, and 3. You kind of love to hate him in these movies because you're like, okay, the first movie you feel for him, then you find out that he's Davy Jones' kid, and then he... He's not Davy Jones' kid. Well, how's he getting... Oh, he, he takes his place, I'm sorry. He takes his father's place. Yeah, that's what I meant. Uh, because the, his father was the man that was in the ship, right? That's Bootstrap Bill. It's a great nickname. That, that should have been your nickname. Um, but so you find out that he's going to take his father's place, and you know he's the live heart of um, Flying Dutchman, who again was made probably more famous. I think the Flying Dutchman is more famous in SpongeBob SquarePants lore than Pirates of the Caribbean lore, personally. Um, I think more kids know it from Spongebob, but you kind of love to hate him. That's how I look at it. Yeah. Um, by the third movie, I was like, I really don't like you anymore, Will Turner. I get I get what you're doing, and you're trying to be noble, but I don't like you. And, and you just, 
there's part of the movie him and him and Elizabeth Swan don't even talk. Like it's all the tension. I don't need that tension in this movie. Makeup. Yeah, you see, you're about to become a ship part. Yeah, he straight up like, I mean, the first one, he didn't even exchange numbers or nope. they didn't even go on a date, and he was all like, "We gotta save her." Yeah. Oh yeah. And well, come on, man. And she, Captain Norrington. She looked great in that movie. She looked, we'll talk about her. <laughs> Keep it in. Keep it in. Um, Keep that zipper. But you know what I mean? Like he, he was all about it, and he saved her life, and that kind of how it all started. And he was, I mean, Atlanta Bloom was great. Yeah. And at the time, he was kind of an unknown because Lord of the Rings came out two years before. And before Lord of the Rings, no one knew who he was. Yeah. And I'd never seen Lord of the Rings until after I'd seen Pirates. So I had no idea who I was. I think he was more of a known than you're giving him credit for because Lord of the Rings was huge. And you and I were both late to the party, me late, much later than you. But Lord of the Rings was huge. And I think once a fan base of that magnitude straps onto it, that could be part of why Pirates of the Caribbean was so successful because they grabbed this kid from another successful movie, great, greatly successful movie, and they thrust him into this position. Now they're bringing him in. And also, you know, it, it helps that he's very handsome. Yeah. Orlando Bloom. And he's pretty much ageless. Yeah, Dude he's, looked, still, he's, he's got like 40. Like, I'm pretty sure he's an elf. Because, yeah. like, he had, my man hasn't aged since. I think he just he, turned 40. Yeah, he, him and Elijah Wood. They, they age fantastically. I hope I can age like that, and I don't see it it's happening. because they went to Mordor. Yeah, well, I'm ready to walk there. Give me, I got a ring. You got a ring. One of these motherfuckers might work. So, did you, well, are you on the same page as me where you're like, you, you, you got to redeem yourself in the fifth one for me? Yeah, yeah. Because it... I don't know how big a role he's going to have, but... Well, this is a... He's actually, and we'll, we'll move into a Kira Knightley role... Um, he's actually the reason, like, she said that she didn't want to be part of the movie if Orlando Bloom was part of the movie. I don't know if there were issues between those two. Like, she was on the fence with this movie, and I think right before shooting, she was like, I'm not going to do it. And then she's like, oh, I'm going to do it. You know, so I don't know if there were issues with her and Orlando Bloom, or Orlando Bloom signed on, and she automatically signed on. But Elizabeth Swan, um, you get another strong female role. Uh, in in the Disney world, which is which they're pretty much known for, given um, female characters' strong strong characteristics, right? So you get her when you first meet her; she's the damsel in distress. Then she becomes a swashbuckling badass. Because if we're going based off of your definition of swashbuckling, she does buckle that sword swashingly. <laughs> so I was happy with Kira Knightley. But the part, and not to mention, she looks phenomenal. Um, wow, that was the creepiest sound that's ever come out of you. Um, the the one thing that I, I will say that kind of got me, was like, oh, come on, was the same thing that got me the same way with Orlando Bloom, was that tension between the two. I don't need it. Like, you're, you're going to die on this ship, possibly. You're going to become a ship heart. Talk to each other. It doesn't make for dramatic effect at the end of the movie because you know what's going to happen. Yeah. Just get over it. And it goes back to what you're saying. They didn't meet each other. They didn't meet on wherepiratesmeet.com. They didn't go they didn't go out on a date. They didn't exchange um I don't know, telegraph numbers or carrier pigeons. Well, they met when they were children. Yeah, she but, saved them. Yeah, but but now he's like, "Oh, I'm going to get this booty. I'm going to seize that booty." Now they're like, "He's going to marry this woman." But and she's kissing Johnny Depp. So come on, it's, it's, that ship is 
That ship is itching for a threesome. That's all I'm saying. But uh, what's your thought on uh, Elizabeth Swan? Also in only one, two, and three. I loved her when she, she first came out. She was definitely like a. Uh, she was one of my celebrity crushes. Now, did was this before or after Domino? Before Domino. Okay. She was an unknown. Yo, yeah. And I was reading. She actually like thought she was going to get fired from the movie because it was so big mm-hmm. that she only packed like one set of clothes. She really went into character as a pirate because that's pretty <laughs> much all they had. And uh, I, I thought she, I liked her. She was good. It. She was good. And then like yeah, World's End. Yeah, she was in that beginning. Remember when she went? Did you see Chow Young Fat? Yeah, she was with um, Barbosa. Yeah. That's, she was a badass. That's probably one of my favorite scenes in all the movies is where the... And I don't know how the the, the stupid pirates that were under the planks actually had this work, but when they tossed the swords up between the... Yeah. You and I could sit there and try for a hundred times each, and we'd probably get poked in the eye with a sword. Like, yeah. I don't think we're sliding the sword up that easily. Yeah, that, without that, that, whole, that beginning thing, and we'll talk about that later. Yeah. All right, so you, you liked it. Yep. Let's go to Barbosa. Barbosa, one through four. It's been in all of them. Um, I liked, I like Barbosa. I like Jeffrey Rush. Um, the dynamic between him and Captain Jack Sparrow, it gives you that love hate relationship because mm-hmm. you really, you really want to pull for the, them to be a team because they hate each other, then they love each other, and then he's working for the British in, um, in uh, on Stranger Tides to go after the Spaniards, and then there's issues between that. Um, I think he was a perfect casting for it. He kind of looks like a pirate. Um, and he he really made the movies for me. Like he's probably my favorite part of the movies. What do you think? Well, he's a phenomenal actor. Yes. And he was, and this is kind of like out of his element because mm-hmm. he's never done anything like this before. He's never done like a big blockbuster, and you know, it, I I loved him in it. Yeah, he makes movies. Oh yeah, he he's phenomenal. And last but not least, because we're going we're gonna to speed this up, because there's so many cast members we could talk about, you have Davy Jones, Bill Nighy. Um, first of all, the, probably the best CGI in the entire movie was Davy Jones. He was a half-man, half-squid face who could play piano. I thought that was awesome. Uh, he was in second and third, Dead Man's Chest and, uh, at World's End, and he, he really gave the element of a true villain. Um, plus, his, his relationship with the Kraken was pretty epic. Um, I thought the movies kind of, once they included, all right, so from, uh, Curse of the Black Pearl to Dead Man's Chest, once they included Davy Jones, they raised the bar. Oh, yeah. I think the movies got better with the addition of Davy Jones, um, and that will reflect my, my rankings once we get to, get to it, but how do you feel about the casting first of Bill Nighy as Davy Jones and the inclusion of Davy Jones? Bill Nighy... Superb performance. Hey, he's good in everything that he's in. Yeah. The Underworld franchise, he's great in. And even though he doesn't get a lot of love in the Underworld franchise, and yeah. I'm pretty sure he's gone in the Underworld franchise. He died in the first Yeah. So. He got his head split in half. That's right. That's right. Um, oh, he's fantastic. Yeah, I love him. And, yeah, with the CG and the squid beard. That's awesome. His whole face is a yeah. green squid. That design is It's really amazing. cool. And his... Plus, his best friend's a hammerhead person. That's also cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, the whole, the whole concept. You know, because they talked about in the first, oh, Davy Jones' locker. 
and blah blah blah. And then when the sec- second one, you get to meet Davy Jones, and it's mm-hmm. like I remember when he came on screen. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, he's menacing. He's a true villain, and Davy Jones' locker is amongst the pinnacle of pirate lore. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about with the pirate cliche. So like, you get the trident of Poseidon, you get Blackbeard, the Bermuda Triangle, the Fountain of Youth. You get Davy Jones' locker, the Flying Dutchman. You get all that fun stuff in just in four movies. Which even, and I forgot there was a fourth movie. <laughs> which is crazy. Um, because I usually don't forget things. Um, Johnny Depp. We've talked about it. I will ask you point blank, is this his best role? Yes. Okay. What's his runner-up? Is it Edward Scissorhands? Hmm. Or Fear of Loathing in Las Vegas? Probably Edward Scissorhands. I mean... I'm with you. I'm gonna say this is his best role, second best secret window. Kidding. Just yeah, kidding. Yeah, I was about to say. Um, so I'm on, I'm on board. I I think um, wasn't he in um. No, he wasn't. What's he in Gilbert Grape? That was uh, Leonardo. No, he was he? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Leonardo, Leonardo's brother. That's right. That's right. And he was in Cry Baby. Yep. Oh. Damn. Oh. Um. But no, I'm gonna say this is his best role because again, he's not really acting. He's just being himself. He's just adding maybe one more bracelet. He's like, isn't he like 56? Um, He's in his 50s, right? Late 40s, maybe early 50s. And the casting of Keith Richards as his father, <laughs> that's perfect casting. Yeah. Um, and whatever cocaine water that Keith Richards is bathing in, I think he's found the fountain for you. Because <laughs> he is, uh, how many times do you think he's died? hundred <laughs> Right? Well, did you know? So, he was cast. Yeah. And he was supposed to do um, promotional tours. Yeah. And Disney, he came out with a statement. That like he can't do them? Was it like a Stan Lee kind of thing? No. He, he was set to do it. And then he was getting interviewed on a separate matter. Yeah, on the Rolling Stones, probably. And he talked about how he uh, snorted his dad's ashes. Yeah. Oh, and Disney pulled him? And Disney was like... Yeah, you're right. You're gonna be in the movie, but we're not promoting you whatsoever. Right, and which is surprising because Johnny Depp right now is in the not right now, but earlier this year, last year, he was right in the middle of a huge domestic violence case where he was being accused of beating up Amber Heard, and at that point, for me, I thought Disney was gonna pull the plug um, and say, you know what? We can't have this. We are a family company. We can't have this man in our movies, especially our lead movies. Yeah. And if they were going to include him, maybe they'd kill him off in the first minutes. Right? But, I mean, Disney's banking on, well, so, on him being innocent. Also, yeah, he's accused. Yeah. He's just straight up fed. Yeah, he's snoring his dad's ashes, <laughs> which I don't think is a crime, but it's just weird and it's, tabooish. It's a... It's a crime against maybe, nature. Maybe against the morals of Disney. Yeah. Um, But... You know, he was being accused, not saying he did or didn't do it. And, dude, we can And talk. also, too, he's making them billions of yeah, dollars. That's right. Keith Richards is not. No. Uh, I don't think that anybody's going to see it because Keith Richards was in the and third you know, and the fourth a, movie. another music legend is going to We're going to talk about it. We'll talk okay. about it. We're not even on that yet, Chuck. Okay. Don't jump your guns. Let's talk about music legend. Patchy lip. No. Keith Richards, to, to me, is just an old man. He's not a music legend to me. I think Mick Jagger's the musical legend. I'm, and I'm probably going to get roasted for saying that, but they get, they were out 200 years before I was born. <laughs> um, let's, let's just go on the thoughts of the storylines for the first four movies. Curse of the Black Pearl. My thoughts, 2003 it came out, right? 
It's pretty much a team-up movie. That's where you get the bright-eyed, bushy-tailed Will Turner. Mm-hmm. Teams up with Jack Sparrow. The king of the seas. He's one of the nine members of eight, which I've never understood in my life. The yeah. nine members of eight. But for, for Curse of Black Pearl, that's when you're getting the really epic, you know, skeletons walking on water, people walking underwater. You know, you're really getting the cool CGI, and you're also getting, like, the classic England versus, versus the villain. You know, England is the villain in this movie. And I think in every movie that I've liked, England is the villain. Um, so, and I, it's a period piece. You know, that's the thing about the Pirates movies is that they don't go over their head and try to make it a current movie, like a 2017 movie with pirates. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or a future. Oh, my God. If this was set in the future, I'd kill myself. But Space pirates. Space, yes, space. Star Wars crossover with the Pirates of the Caribbean. Could you imagine how awful that would be? God. But you get... You know, could you just imagine Kylo Ren and Johnny Depp's Jack Sparrow interacting? Well, it would be emo city. You, you get the... Cool CGI, and my thought is just having England as the villain is phenomenal. Thoughts? I loved it. Uh, again, with the skeletons, like, that made it for, for me. Mm-hmm. Especially, like I said, when I first seen the trailer, and then walking underwater, like, yo, it's... That's so... And, like, just the fact that, like, as soon as... It, it, you could make a cheesy skeleton walking underwater, but the fact that, like, par- partially they still had clothes on, and the way their foot hit the sea bottom... Yeah, and, and the then, sand come up, and the like the seaweed rip, like that was fantastic. Yeah, like, I mean, fourteen years ago, like our technology is way better. Yeah, but that was you know that was superb. Back yeah, then. that was fantastic. Um, you I, like worst two thousand seventeen. Some movies that I'm seeing now with CGI is awful. Yeah, so I on a world awakening. Yeah, yeah, I um, watched fifteen minutes of that. And turned out right awful. Um, but. No, I, I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, okay. So in 2006, we have Dead, Man, Dead Man's Chest, and that is the flight of Davy Jones and the Flying Dutchman. That's the introduction. You get more of the Kraken, where the Kraken's being a little more selective on who he's grabbing off the ship. But you also get, you know, Taya Dama. You finally get to see Naomi Harris and her place in Tortuga and how, like, there's much more beyond the scope of England and the pirates. And that's when you're starting to see different worlds. You have cannibals and you have this really weird-looking Calypso witch woman. You know, that's her name, right? She was truly Calypso. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. And I I just, I thought that that's when, again, I've said it before, that's when they they bring it up a notch. What did you think about it? Oh, they definitely did, you know. Dead Man's Chest. Because, you know, with Curse of Black Pearl was great. Mm -hmm. And then, but that was more, like, centralized. Yep. And with this one, they opened it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were across the high seas. Yeah. And, you know, it was... I Again, with... I can't talk enough about uh, David Jones. Yeah. You know, with... It, your, it, it, made, it made the movie so much it better. It made the franchise better. Yeah. It, it was a great choice. I'm glad they went with that. You got 2007. Number three comes out, At World's End. And that's when we talk about... We have that awesome beginning scene... With Ch- at Chow Young Fast Place, they introduce more pirate lords. They introduce the pirate lords. The pirate code is kind of introduced, and then it's you know you have the you know, sandboat sailing when they go back to Tortuga and they see, I think it's Tortuga and they see or somewhere and Johnny Depp's sailing, sailing his ship off of dunes. Off of dunes, like again, like the the effects in these movies are just so good, and the story the story writing is really good because. You know, they could have just made this another movie about Davy Jones. 
but they introduced the lore of the Pirate's Code, mm-hmm. and they had, like, what Liar's Dice was introduced, and it's, re- it's really cool. And that, so I I can't say, that's, we're going to get to my rankings, but At World's End is, is a great movie. What oh, At World's End is, again, phenomenal, yeah. and we mentioned it with that opening scene. Yeah, so good. I mean, that fight scene in that, it was like an Asian black it was in, It was in Singapore. Because yeah. Chow Yun Fat was the pirate best Captain pi- Sal. Yeah, he was the best pirate in Singapore yeah. to navigate the Asian seas. And you know how I talk about they open up the world. I mean, technically they went to world's end. Yep. Which is crazy because the first three movies were first four movies actually were no, I think it was yeah, first four movies were shot in the Caribbean. This fifth movie that's coming out is shot in the Asiatic Seas. Is it? Yep. So you're gonna get to see a little bit more, but they, honestly, the titles of the movies are reflective of the storyline, which is, yeah. I mean, you could, it, it's easier said than done that people, that movies do that. Sometimes they really don't capture that. Yeah. They just throw a subtitle on it. And it's like, yep, you do the math. And you connect it. But these movies actually connect to the, the title. All right? The last one, the forgotten one, the one that I absolutely <laughs> forgot. On Stranger Tides, it came out in 2011. Now, theoretically, this should be my favorite one. It introduces Blackbeard. A.K.A. Teach. Yep. Penelope Cruz is in it. Yeah. And she looks great. Yes. And you have the Fountain of Youth, so that's, you, you've seen it, right? And it's very historical. Ponce de Leon's in it, and, you know, that whole storyline. And then they introduce mermaids. Right? So you, you're getting all the... Fantasy. All the, yeah, the lore of a pirate. Mm-hmm. So... Theoretically, like I said, this should be my favorite movie. I tried to watch it again last night, and I fell asleep during it. Um, I'm not saying it's horrible, but it just, that's the movie that was overdrawn for me, and it was the shortest of the four. So, this again, CGI were great. I love Ian McShane. Um, Penelope Cruz in a corset was great. Um, And just like, there were cool aspects of it. The mermaid lore, and this this is where I thought that they dropped the ball, and they could have done a, a Little Mermaid, Pirates of the Caribbean crossover, where Will Turner's actually Prince Eric, and he's on the ship, and, you know, like, uh, just call me up, Disney, and I'll write this movie. You want to make a billion dollars? I'll write a movie. Oh, it's called Teach's Hole. <laughs> Pirates 7. Uh, it'll re- all these four movies that we're talking about will reflect and the, the my story my thoughts on the storyline will reflect in the top my top four. What did you think of On oh, Stranger Tides, Chuck Miller? It was okay. Patchy the Pirate. <laughs> Patch Patchbeard. Yeah, Patchbeard, I'm sorry. Patch, Sir Sir Patchbeard. Patchy Pirate sounds like a I'm pretty uh, sure Patchy the Pirate is the pirate from SpongeBob. Patchy Pirate sounds like a clown pirate hybrid. I'm pretty sure Patchy the Pirate is the singing um, pirate in Spongebob. I'm not saying I'm Patchbeard. Yeah, you're just scalping people's beards and gluing it to your, your face. <laughs> okay. Gross. <laughs> you came up with it. I think it's gross. So, I'm sure you talk. It was okay. It was the first time that um, Gore Vibinski did not direct it. Yeah. It was directed it, by it, Rob Marshall, who wasn't, you know, he's done a couple movies. He did, like, Memoirs of a Ge- Geisha. Yeah, I didn't like that. And um, Shocked that I saw it, actually. Chicago. Did not like that. Does not. I don't like musicals. Yeah. He does. He does artsy movies, and that's yeah. what this movie showed. Like with the mermaids, the mermaids were done beautifully. 
um, and you, they were believable. This is this the movie where I may be wrong. I watched so many different movies. Is this the movie where there's like a fat, like, looks like a Blade Two villain, like all like? I don't think so. What other movies did I watch? I oh nope, never mind, never mind. That's a movie that's out in theaters that I saw that has a fat Blade Two villain in it that looked like it was just lubed up in KY. Never mind. I digress. It was a movie I told you that I watched uh, earlier. So, for, forget that part. I, they all interweave. Um, it was it was an artsy movie. Yeah, it, it was okay. I mean, again, I'll go. I'll talk about my rankings, but you know, it was it was a different director's yeah. take. Yeah, so. and you could tell that it was different. Yeah. Like this is the thing. Like it, there's all why take why not just give Gore the movie. He's been successful. Well, maybe he didn't want to. He he produced it. So he, so that's like you saying you don't want money. That's crazy. Well, maybe he like like Christopher Nolan. Yeah. He wanted to step away and do other projects. Yeah, but look at what like you get that your your movies are successful. You step away, and then your new movies that your other projects that you want to take, i.e., Christopher Nolan, have not been very successful. Or movies that like they maybe they they're commercially successful, but they're not movies that. People write home about. Yeah, I don't. I didn't mean, he do Interstellar? Yeah, I I hated Interstellar. Yeah, I didn't like it. A lot of people liked it. I hated it. Um, mainly because it came right after Batman, and I wanted more Batman. And I think it's unfair to these directors, but it it was kind of like that with Harry Potter too, where they passed the the like the they passed the, the baton to another person. Um, and there are some hiccups in the Harry Potter franchise. Just like there will be in the Pirates of the Caribbean, and we're we're seeing the next one is going to be done by a a completely new pair of guys that we'll talk about in a few minutes. But let's get right to the rankings. I'm wondering if we have the same rankings. I'll go. You go first. You go first. First, Demonstration. Okay, we don't have the same rankings. Okay, right off the bat. Curse of Black Pearl. Okay. At World's End. On Stranger Tides. All right. We we are completely. We probably got the the last one right. Yeah, um, I'm going uh, at World's End. Because of that fight scene. Dead Man's Chest. Black Pearl. Stranger Tides. Yeah, we were... Yeah, we... Stranger... Stranger Tides wasn't very good for me. But the funny thing is, like... Stranger Tides wasn't great. It's their most successful. No, it's not. No, which one? Dead Man's Chest? Dead Man's Chest made one billion (laughs) sixty-five million. Yeah. On Stranger Tides made one billion forty-one million. And then At World's End made nine hundred fifty-eight million, and that's my favorite. And then Curse of Black Pearl made six hundred fifty-three million. Wow, wow! But yeah. and all these budgets were fairly like they're large. Yeah, I mean the Black Pearl was hundred and forty million, and they grew six fifty-three. Yeah, that's so why it got sequels. Well, the movies are successful. Like let's be honest, and Jerry Bruckheimer is known for successful franchises. I mean, he made what CSI. Mm-hmm. So and I think there's another. Uh, he, Jerry Brockheimer does um, Lucifer does on he? Fox. It's his production company. He did the um, National Treasure movies. Too. Yeah, and they were successful. Um, he he did do Avatar, um, and that's why they're not successful. Um, we're gonna move right into this upcoming week. So this will go out on Wednesday. Pirates comes out that Friday. So it's Pirates of the Caribbean: Dead Man Tell No Tales. And which is actually one of my, a title of one of my favorite songs by the receiving end of Sirens, Dead Man Tell No Tales, which is all about being a pirate. It's actually a pretty, pretty cool song. Speaking of pirate, it's kind of like progressive metal. Have you ever heard of um, Ale Storm? Oh yeah, 
Yeah, the pirate metal band. Oh, I have several of their albums. Yeah, you're ridiculous. Uh, so, like I alluded to earlier, it's directed by a newcoming newcomer group, a pair. Uh, I'm not going to pronounce the first name. Joachim Roning and Espen Sandberg. Espen who, Sandberg, I'm good with. Who, really, I, I looked up their catalog, and it's stuff they're, that I've never heard they're of. They're, they're shorts. Yeah, they're very small budget movies that I've never heard of. Um, so... I think they're going the Marvel route. Yep, and I love it because if they're going the Marvel route and they're trusting who they're getting, this movie may be successful. And based on the trailer, which we'll get into, I, I think it, it looks great. Um, these are some of the things that I just want to point out about the movie. It's considered a soft reboot. Really? Did you know? Yeah, no. it's considered a soft reboot because it gives you kind of a uh, Jack Sparrow kind of origin story, mm-hmm. right, with Captain Salazar. Tim Burton and Sam Raimi were first considered. So glad Tim Burton didn't get this movie. Um, Sam Raimi, I could have seen do it. Yeah. But it would have been a little different. I don't think it. I don't know. I'm. I'm fine with who they got. The trailer and the footage uh, were shot well, in my opinion, and gave you the idea who the villain was within two short minutes. Yeah. And that is Captain Salazar, and we'll talk about that. The main premise. You know what the premise is. Nah, not really. I mean, I've seen the trailer. But okay, so Captain Salazar hates pirates. Yep. Right? But the main premise is that they're searching for Poseidon's trident, which is also cool. You know, you get the God yeah. of the Sea. It's, you know, that's the last cliche you have to get. Yeah. It's either Neptune or Poseidon. Um, Javier Bardem yep. was cast as Captain Salazar, who is essentially a pirate bounty hunter. Boba Fett on the Seven Seas. <laughs> Um, Vengeance Towards Jack we'll talk about and then Will Turner is back yep you know why he's back it's been 10 years since historically it's been 10 years since he took his place in um, in At World's End on The Flying Dutchman Hmm. so he's able to walk on land for the first time in 10 years because that's the whole lore right you're cursed to to be the heart for 10 years then you can walk on land so that's why he's coming back all Barnacle Face they should call him Barnacle Face Turner that's a good pirate name. Barnacle Face? Barnacle Bill. Barnacle, well, his name's Will. Wow. Well, yeah, sure, good job. Barnacle Bill. Great, great uh, little thing. And then there's ghost sharks, Chuck. Yeah. That, that's my favorite part of the whole trailer, is the, the ghost sharks. But what, what are your, favorite, your thoughts on the trailer and, and everything that's been, we've been immersed in? Because it, I think it's been cool. It looks really cool. And to have Captain Salazar as the next, you know, evolution because they had... Um, Barbosa with the skeleton, mm-hmm. and Davy Jones is the fish person. Yep. And this is more like a ghost, half eaten. Yeah, and he and he's not a pirate. Yeah. That's the thing. The other villains are pirates. Mm-hmm. This guy is a Spanish Armada fleet captain, who, who was cursed or somehow. Well, they showed in the trailer. There's, so he's he wants to kill all the pirates, and he finds Jack Sparrow, the young Jack Sparrow. So it's like the origin again. And they sail into this spot, this, like, little canal, and Jack rigged it that he could do a U-turn around the the rocks. And he's passing Salazar, who then dies. And he goes in the bottom, and then he's cursed by the sea to be, to be a pirate killer. And that that's my thoughts of it. Um, yeah, it looks really cool. Yeah, and the ghost shards, like, that effect could be really cheesy. Yeah. And it looks really believable. Um, they look, they, they look kind of look like dolphins. To me, they point, like, a little rounded nose, but... I get it. I'm not going to cut hairs over their uh, their go shark premise. What are your thoughts on the castings? I mean, the only main casting is Javier Bardem. Let's be honest. Yeah. And his wife was 
in uh, Stranger Tides, yep. Penelope Cruz, who I forgot they were married, and what a lucky man he is. Um, did you know he wasn't the first choice? No. Christoph Waltz. He wouldn't, he wouldn't have been Salazar. I wrote it down. Let me see. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't because be. obviously that would have been terrible. Um, he was originally cast as Captain Brand, but then renamed after he dropped out due to the filming uh, conflicts, and Javier Bardem was cast as Captain Salazar. No, I like, I like Christopher Wolf. Yeah. I do. Um, but I think... I can't see him in a pirate movie. No. Is he German? Yeah. German pirates are out there. Like, I see German submarine pirate, like, submarine guys, <laughs> but pirates? I mean, like, you, like you boat. Yeah, they're just eating U-975, right? That's the one? Yeah. They're, they're just eating, like, schnitzel and frankfurters. Like, come on now. I'm glad they didn't go with that. He And they would have recast him as a Brit, though. Yeah. He wouldn't have been a German pirate. No. God. But, but I, I, I like... The casting of Harvey Bardem. He's so menacing, and he just... He's got he, that he's, voice. He, and he's scary looking. Yeah, he's got that like I, gravelly, kind of deep... Like, I'm gonna kill you. I think Javier Bardem, and I immediately go to um, No Country for Old Men, yeah. where he's just destroying people through doors. Dutch boy haircut. Yeah, <laughs> like, he made the Dutch boy haircut scary. <laughs> I, well, I think he... And plus, he's a phenomenal actor. Yeah. He's really good. And... They're still trying to work on him to be Frankenstein. Okay. In the Universal Monster. Um, yeah, the universe. The only other person I could see being Salazar if they were going to go with that, Benicio del Toro. Yeah. Uh, but he's obviously busy doing Star Wars, and you know, do what I think he's going to be back for Avengers: Infinity War. But I'd like to see Javier Bardem in the Star Wars or Marvel universe as a bad guy. That would be like that'd be scary as shit. That's my thoughts. I don't know. I'm excited about it. Um, I don't know if we're going to see any bigger stuff. I think we are. Um, well, yeah, you have a child, so it makes it easier for And she for really you. wants to go see that. Yeah. This, and I said it in our Alien Covenant intro, that right now, this week and last week, were the perfect time to see movies that aren't superhero related. Mm-hmm. Because you have Wonder Woman, and then these movies will probably be, like, this movie will probably be an after Wonder Woman's out. Alien Covenant might not be in theaters. Um, so right now is the time to strike on these movies if you're going to see them. If you want to see them in theaters in a large format, I suggest you see them now as opposed to waiting until after Wonder Woman comes out because Pirates is going to win this week and then Wonder Woman's going to win for a couple weeks, I think. Yeah. Do you think Wonder Woman has enough strength to beat Pirates in the second week? Yeah. I hope so. I think Wonder Woman is going to rebrand the DC, uh, DC Universe. That's another thing the family wants to see. Wonder Woman? Well, it looks great. Yeah. It looks amazing. Wonder Woman's going to be awesome. And I'm, I'm cool with it because, like, anything to get her more on board with superheroes... It's perfect. Yeah. Right, the last thing. Should this be the last movie? Now, it's it's been pitched as the last movie, as has Stranger Tides. Yeah. Um, Until Stranger Tides made a yeah. billion dollars. Should this be the last movie? Yes. I agree. We don't even need to talk about it. Should be the last movie. Do you think we get prequels? I hope not. I think we get a Jack Sparrow prequel, and I think it's like I can I can see it maybe ten years from now. I just hope not because I mean, leave it alone. Yep. It, it was a great franchise. Don't tarnish it mm-hmm. because when you start dragging shit out, like Underworld. Yeah. Underworld. Resident Evil. The first two were great. 
And then when they started going, it tarnished the franchise. The CGI in Underworld got worse as the franchise progressed, which is crazy. Like, you don't see that. And another thing, like, I hope that this doesn't get rebooted because everything gets rebooted now. We talked about how I don't want Hook to get rebooted. Scarface is getting rebooted, Chuck. Yes. Like, who do you think they're going to cast as Scarface? Oh, they already cast him. Who? Diego Luna. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, see, I was going to think John Bernthal. No, it's Diego Luna. Okay. I don't want that. Like, I didn't like the first one. It's not one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Um, I don't want a reboot. No. I sure as hell don't want a reboot because that just means more people are going to be wearing fucking Scarface shirts and walking around saying, I'm Tony Montana. I don't want to, I don't want that anymore. Say, Hello to my little... Yeah, I don't want that. That's, let that, like, yeah. that's rebooting The Godfather. That's rebooting The Sound Alien. of... Yeah, Sound of Music. That's rebooting Casablanca. Like, yeah. Leave, if they're classics and Goodfellas and stuff like that, these are all classics. Leave them alone. Just leave them alone. Just like rebooting, to me, Jumanji. <laughs> I don't care who re- who is in. Like, it could be Emma Stone, Emma Watson... Amelia Clark, Alexander Dardario, and they could be a bikini in a bikini the entire movie. I don't reboot your bunchy for me. Like just keep it the way it is. Let's open the geek gallery, and the geek gallery this week is going to be huge. I'll I'll rattle off some things, and we'll we'll talk about them. The first, the biggest news is that Tom Hardy was cast as Venom yes. in the Sony universe, and something that crossed my mind that I was waiting till this moment to tell you is it's ironic that he plays the biggest villain, well, the strongest villain. In both the Batman universe and the Spider-Man universe, when they're both kind of considered the pul- the the anchors for both uh, companies, right? Also, Bane uses Venom. Tom Hardy was Bane. Venom is now Tom Hardy. Yeah. Oh, mind blown. Blow it up. Blow it up. Boom. It's in your head. Real briefly, are you on board with this? Yeah. I, I Did you see it before I text you? Yeah. Okay, so I seen it right away. Like, I was... Uh, at work, um, doing stuff, and I hit Facebook. You were at work doing stuff, like working. I was pooping. <laughs> okay. I was trying not to say it, but I was you pooping. say it. I, uh, yeah, I was taking, I was taking poop. This is unfiltered. I was taking a poop at work. Oh, you said it four times, Chuck. Now it's a little too much. So then I, I clicked on it, and that was the first thing that popped up on Facebook. Yeah. And right away I texted, I was like, dude, Tom Hardy. Because I got like seven texts about Tom Hardy being Venom. Like, blew my mind. So when he was... When it was announced, we were like, oh, okay, where are they going to go with this? Who's going to get his director? Who's going to get his cast? Great choice. Ruben Fleischer. Ruben Fleischer. Uh, Zombieland and Zombieland Gangster Squad. Zombieland and Gangster Squad. Two really good movies. Yeah. I enjoyed them. Um, they, it, this is, it's perfect. It's a perfect casting. It's a rated R movie. It's, everyone's like, oh, it's not going to be successful if Spider-Man's in it. I don't care if Spider-Man's in it. A Venom movie doesn't have to, cons- it doesn't have to be successful if Spider-Man's not in it. Uh, or Spider-Man's in it, I'm sorry. Um, this could be the start of the Venomverse, where you focus on a hero-slash-anti-hero. It could go any way. He could, he could be a bad guy, and then you can introduce Anti-Venom and Carnage, and you could introduce Toxin, and you can do a Maximum Carnage movie. And if you want, later on in, in life, if, they want, if Marvel gives up the rights to Spider-Man, you can throw him in there. You can do that. Or you can take Anti-Venom and turn... Or you can turn... Take Venom and turn him into Asian Venom, and make your own hero. It it's perfect. I'm and I'm very happy. I I texted you this last night. I'm hoping it's a segue to Carnage. It has to be. This whole this is the premise. Marvel Comics is is doing their whole Venom verse as far as their comic universe. It segues into like it introduces the, all the symbiotes. 
So now you can do Carnage. You in, at the rated R. If it's successful, you're going to get a rated R Carnage. Off the top of your head, who's cast Carnage? I don't know. I was thinking uh, I like John Krasinski as Carnage because I think he's just like he can play that wiry guy. But I could also see fuck. I can't. I can't think about it now. Um, I, it, it slipped my mind. Who can you say? I was thinking because Cletus Cassie is basically a, in my mind, a redneck zero. Yeah. Christian Bale. Christian Bale. I don't think he'd do a superhero movie again. But I can see it. Personally, if uh, that, it came back to me, um, Norman Reedus. Yeah. Norman Reedus um, would be a perfect carnage. And I think uh, if you if he wants to take from Walking Dead and if they kill him off and Walking Dead, kill Daryl in Walking Dead, this could be his next stepping stone and he could make huge money. Um, another thing that came out was the gifted trailer for Marvel, uh, for Marvel slash Fox. Um, it looks alright. It yeah, looks it like looks a good. teen X-Men movie or a show. So I'm excited for it. Um, what else happened? There were so many things that I wanted to talk about, and I forgot them. I saw a picture of young Han Solo. Mm-hmm. Looks pretty good. Uh, I saw the new fucking trailer to War of the Planet of the Apes. I didn't see that yet. Oh, my God. That movie is, is is pumping me up even more. Is that a theater movie? It's absolutely a theater well, movie. Well, we've seen the second one yeah, together. That's absolutely a theater movie. That's That might be opening night for me. Um, there's more screen grabs from the Inhumans, and people are not happy with their costumes, and I just... Want to make it clear, their costumes, ease up. You're getting Black Bolt, you're getting Medusa, you're getting the Inhumans. Ten years ago, you probably wouldn't have got this. Yeah. So be happy with what we're getting. The last thing I want to talk about um, is the Black Lightning trailer, which I saw, I think, looks great. I think it's going to be a successful show. However, they were stupid. It didn't include it in the Marvel, uni- or in the Marvel Universe the because it's DC. Um, they didn't include it in the Arrow Universe. Yeah, I think that's kind of dumb. I understand where I think they're going with is because it's going to be a more of a street tone, a more of a, uh, I think they're, I think they just didn't want him to be a background player, mm-hmm. and that could have caused a lot of backlash because he's their first solo African American villain or villain, sorry, hero, and why why should he be a back background player? Mm-hmm. And I think they were just trying to get away from that. Two I mean, years, maybe if, if, um, the, if the series is successful, he could be on a multiverse, and there could be a crossover, yeah. um, just like Supergirl. Um, but I, th- I think that, you know, oh, every, another thing I wanted to talk about, um, and we'll do this in our 2017 fall preview episode, but all of our show, like Arrow got switched to another night. Yep. It's going to be on Thursday nights. Gotham is on Thursday nights now. Um, so, and Gifted is going to be on Monday nights. So Thursday nights where we lost Legends of Tomorrow, who moved to Tuesday mid season and Powerless was the only show I watched yep. and that got canceled. Well, yeah, that got canceled. So now we can just kind of. Bring it in. Do you see what they moved Arrow for? Mm. Riverdale. Riverdale took the 8 o'clock primetime spot. Which is ridiculous. And people are saying this is a great show. I, and, I won't watch it. You know, I, I t- it's an Archie comic show. I don't like Archie. Um, another thing that kind of like people were saying was like, oh, well, there's incest in it. Yeah, well, there's incest in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like, that's the whole premise of Game of Thrones is incest. And if Riverdale's trying to make a CW version of Game of Thrones set in high school where their sister's banging a brother, um, I really don't want to see it just because it's an Archie comic, but I, I, think I see where they're going. They're, they're just trying, to, they're trying to be... Uh, they want people to notice them, so they're making it provocative. I think the one reason they're up in arms about it is because it's more of a modern tale. Yeah. You know, Game of Thrones is... You know, a fantasy, but yeah, it's, it's more set, of a, a period piece. Yeah, this is set in like 2017. And yeah, there's incest. I'm sure. Well, I'm sure there's incest all over the world right now, but 
not on my TV. Yeah. Uh, unless it's Game of Thrones. <laughs> so I guess that's, I'm being a hypocrite. But that's all I have for the Geek Culture, uh, Geek Culture cast. That's all I have for the Geek Gallery. Do you have anything else for the yeah, Geek you Gallery? I covered everything. I thought I would. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, Supernatural and Scooby-Doo are doing a crossover episode. Yeah. I think that's going to be awesome. It's going to be animated. I'm not... Oh, I've I, never watched... You like Supernatural. I've seen every episode of Supernatural, and the season finale got me shook. So, uh, that's all. We need to talk about the Geek Gallery, except for BurrowCon. I've said it before. This is the last week you're going to be able to get your tickets. They, they were doing a flash sale this past week. Um, you might have missed it, but they just added uh, Marky Ramone from the Ramones. Okay. He'll be there. Um, and, this again, this is the last week to show your support... I've been retweeting all their stuff. I've been posting all their stuff. Make sure you go there. You don't have to tell them that we sent you because we're doing this because we, we like to network with people. Um, just go there. It's May 26th to May 29th in St. John's University in Queens, New York. Uh, you can see Dante ba- uh, Bosco, who was alluded to earlier, Sean Astin, Kerry Payton, Jess Harnell, uh, Johnny Brennan, Ricky Lacody, a.k.a. Riddle, Danquish, Monica Lee, so many other great cosplayers. You can... Win money being a gamer. You can also win great prizes as a cosplayer. And if you don't want to enter the cosplay contest, bring your cosplay, your best cosplay, and you can network with other cosplayers and you can become sponsored and all that fun stuff and just support the geek uh, culture and just have fun. And speaking of supporting, you got to support us, goddammit. We're on all the social medias. We are on Twitter, ActiveGeek underscore, Instagram, TheActiveGeek. We are on Facebook, ActiveGeek, SoundCloud, um, Active Geek Podcast. God, I can't believe I forgot that. We are on uh, iTunes under the Geek Culture Cast Network and the Active Geek Podcast. We are on Spreaker Geek Culture Cast Network, where you can also find our friends, Lord of the, uh, Legends of the Panel Podcast and Warp My Tardis Podcast. And you can just support our geek culture with your geek culture. We can interweave it to make a kind of incesty geek culture pot pie. Uh huh. A patch period a patch, of, pe- a patch of geek, geek culture. God, that sounded weird. Um, and just remember, if you're going to be on the seven seas, bring a lot of citrus because scurvy sucks, and don't walk the planky squash swashbucklers. See ya. <laughs>